1: are the people that 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 are (laughs) The people that are 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 Hello, Nomads, and welcome to episode 47 of the Nomads of Fantasy podcast. I am your host host this evening, good start, Eric. My name is Eric, (laughs) and I have with me Brandon. Mama's not the law.
0: I am the law.
1: (laughs) I also have Dave with me.
2: And as for you, Mama, judgment time.
1: Nice. And also, a very special guest joining us tonight, Tom from Response Message.
0: I am the guest. <laughs>
1: Beautiful. Um, before we get started, uh, I just wanted to let Tom kind of introduce himself and tell us a little bit about his podcast that just launched.
3: Yep. Ooh. Oh, so uh, my name is Tom, also known as Time Waffle on the internet. And We, myself and my friend Aaron, also known as Professor Ticklebits, uh, (laughs) Great name. I always love that name. Okay. Uh, We used to have this podcast about Gundam. Then we kind of got sick about only talking about Gundam. So we we (laughs) kind of transitioned into, we're going to talk about long running movie franchises. So we're going to watch like all, like right now, for example, we're watching all the Fast and Furious movies. Oh, geez. For our first season. So we got 10 of those to watch.
2: That's some work. Wow. That's yeah, some
3: work. It is. So we're we're currently we just launched episode 1 last week uh, after transitioning. Uh, you can find it at responsemessage.com. Uh, it's a fun time me and Aaron are some dumb heads who <laughs> make real dumb jokes.
1: Is it's great. Uh, I implore everybody to listen to it. I actually listened to the first episode today. Thank you. Um it's fantastic. I love hearing you guys talk.
2: Those the early ones I think were pretty good. The further you go, the Fast the, and Furious, down yeah. the Fast and the
4: Furious line. I don't know. I have never watched any of them, but I heard that Tokyo Drift is actually good. Tokyo Drift and is a good like, movie. I like Tokyo right? Drift. Yeah, two. I've only heard good things about that. We
3: recorded two, uh, uh, two Fast, two Furious this weekend, and it's bad, bad. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> because it like like uh. it starts really good, or it starts like okay, then two is bad, three is good, four is kind of bad, then five just kind of like. It's, it's, they become spy thrillers at a point. Starts to go yeah. off the a little
1: yeah. bit. Yeah, I, I mean, by There's yeah, so
2: many cars you can steal and
3: yeah,
1: they yeah they start just becoming like superhero movies.
3: Yeah, eventually they have to like chase down a nuclear sub in the Arctic. So. <laughs> I used to. Oh my god! That's like I did not know that. eight, like nine. I gets mean, like crazy. Oh my god!
1: What else do you do for a movie that, or a franchise that has ten movies? You yeah. know, you gotta go. You gotta go to space eventually. Like Jurassic mm-hmm.
2: Park couldn't even get to Jurassic World without tripping over its own feet. So, I don't oh. know. good on them. Yeah, it's true. Yep.
1: Well, we did our quotes. If you recognize those, those are from the movie Dread, released in 2012, starring Carl Urban um and we will get into that later but before we do that we're going to start with our catch up section like we always do where we uh, tell each other what we've been watching playing uh so let's start with Dave
3: ooh
2: um i haven't done a terribly much i've been i it sounds like the same one note piano but playing more <laughs> elden ring um <laughs> slowly but surely getting my way through there um my taste breaker, I don't know. We th- I threw in some Battlefront this weekend. Me and Brandon played some Smite randomly. Oh, that's right. Got our ass whooped. Yeah. It happens when you jump into competitive games after not playing. But that game's fun. So, um, other thing I was watching this week was Space Force on Netflix. Have you guys caught this one at all? I've caught like it's
1: the Steve f- Carell one, right? Yeah.
2: I
3: caught like the first half of the first season and then kind of like bounced off of it.
2: Yeah, it was I mean, it's not as good as the office. It's kinda got like that NASA in the office kind of vibe to it. Um I don't know, it's hard not to compare because it's Steve Carell. so but it's got, you know, John Malkovich, uh Ben Schwartz, the voice of Sonic the Hedgehog. Um <laughs> Jimmy O Yang from Silicon Valley, you know. Uh but it's got a solid cast, it's got vulgarity in it, which is kind of fun to see. You know, Malkovich has a pretty horrible mouth on him, but it's it's kind of like a bunch of dumbasses trying to run NASA, but obviously it's the Space Force, so which is fun. But, you know, you go to the moon, hilarity ensues, yada, yada, yada. But uh, other than that, this week, not too much. Uh, how about you, Brandon?
4: No, wait, but Dave, didn't you watch uh, the first episode of Moon Knight? Which I didn't know was oh, even coming yeah, out. I, I just did. knew it existed, and I thought it was gonna be a movie. But then all of a sudden, it just came out on Disney Plus. What, just real quick, because I haven't watched it yet. Sure. Would you recommend it? It's Disneyfied. I started.
2: Wa- I started watching a lot of the Disney series. I don't know. I've been. I don't think have been terribly great. I tried to watch Hawkeye, and that was got kind of lame and kiddyish. ish um, Okay.
1: I've heard this was like the quote-unquote like grittiest one so far. Yeah. Or or it's going yeah. to be.
2: It's got like a. Uh, Mental psychosis kind of things where you don't know what's real for like the first episode. I think they've only just got the first one out now. Yeah. Um, but it's got Oscar Isaac in it, and he's fantastic. Um I I don't know terribly much about Moon Knight. He's one of the lesser-known Marvel characters. He's been around for right. ages, and he's got a cool ass suit, which always helps. But um, you know, it's got Egyptian ties in, that's kind of where the whole superpowers thing comes into play so not terribly far into it i don't think there's i think it was only seven or eight episodes this season so i think it's six
4: yeah that yeah it wasn't a
2: lot
0: so
4: short okay yeah i don't know if hour long hour long episode or
2: i think it was like 40 something minutes um okay
4: a little bit in the longest okay yeah not too bad but
2: um i don't know if they're just like introducing them just so they can pull them into other series and stuff like that they're just kind of given this little intro chapter into the Marvel universe which is cool because you know Oscar Isaac's a great actor and it's good to get his talents into the universe you know you got to kind of recycle your characters after so long (laughs) Mm
3: -hmm. very interesting British accent he's doing (laughs) Yeah.
2: oh really oh is he doing an accent there's an accent I don't mind it I didn't really yeah I didn't really throw me off or anything, so
3: um, yeah, I enjoyed what the first episode when I watched it.
2: Yeah, I, I mean, I, do you know much about the character at all? Is this all fresh uh, for you?
3: I have a passing knowledge of Midnight. Like I've, I've read like a run and a half maybe back okay. in the day, where it, he just hasn't like. I haven't read any of his defining runs. Like I know it's like multiple personalities. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like his whole thing.
2: Yeah. Where, I mean, in the show, he's, you know, it's whenever he goes to sleep, basically, he he's tying himself up to the bed because he knows something's going on at night.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Which is kind of cool because you're seeing it from his perspective for like the first episode.
4: Sounds where- like The Mask with Jim Carrey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. A little bit. Totally. Well, yeah. You can't take <laughs> the mask like- off. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, Moon, like, and then,
2: you know, by the end of the first, I don't want to get into any spoilers, but, you know, the mystery is revealed by the end of the first. And, uh, I don't know, like you said, it's only six episodes, so I don't know. It doesn't seem like there's a terribly, terribly far they can go with it, but he seems like a pretty cool character. So, you know, excited to see okay. some more there. I just cool. No, thanks I'm for the excited. reminder. I
4: just, yeah. I just knew you watched it. Yeah. <laughs> awesome.
1: Eventually I'll catch up on, uh, all this Marvel stuff. Like I haven't watched any of the recent Marvel stuff in a long time. I feel like the last thing I watched was, I mean, we did Loki for the podcast. I watched WandaVision. But I haven't seen like Hawkeye or Falcon and Winter Soldier or, or like the newest Spider-Man movie. That's the one that I really want to. That's a good one. Watch. Um, Wandavision has
2: been the best series, I think.
1: Yeah, like, I enjoyed Wandavision. It pre- was Vision pretty a lot.
2: pretty original, and they kind of stuck to it. I don't know. Hawkeye's I bounced off of it twice so far. I tried starting that though, so I don't know. That's me.
4: Uh, what do you got there, Brandon? You know, yeah, I got the new Lego Star Wars game oh got skywalker, the, saga? The skywalker saga yeah sweet we were just rocking and roll with the uh rocking and roll with it tonight with the kids um the, the two little ones and they i'm mostly just watching them play and it's gorgeous it's cool and it's like it's know, not a lot of those games
2: it's not a remaster it's like a whole new it's just, everything yeah they like completely
1: redid the in each okay. episode did you start yeah from like the beginning like episode one where'd you start
4: <laughs> the three-year-old... Wa- I know. The, I wanted to start in episode one. Jack, the seven-year-old, wanted to do episode one. But Ryan, the three-year-old, wanted to do... Uh, he wanted Darth Vader. So... Okay. Wow. Episode four. So, what? I'll, I'll, I mean, I don't want to ruin anything. It just came out. But, um, <laughs> You're going to spoil Star Wars. <laughs> it's just so when you when you play the game, like when you first start to play, like you have up to 400 characters to, to collect and all that stuff, which is cool. But they, out of all the movies, um, they give you the first one of each of the trilogies to start, So, which is kind of cool. I think that's a smart idea instead of forcing mm-hmm. you in one way or the mm-hmm. other because everybody approaches Star Wars kind of differently. So I thought it was cool. I got the version with all the DLC because I know I'm going to buy it. I want it all. So I got like the Mandalorian, the Kenobi stories. Um, they had other things in there, but thats yeah, cool so I'm pretty pumped but I was just mostly watching the kids uh and they were having a great time you know helping them certain characters but the the jokes were just as good as they were before so if you like telltale games and obviously if you like Star Wars I mean I think it's a no-brainer I rarely buy games day one you know wait for some kind of discount but this, I was like, no, I need this. Do <laughs> so they use like the audio clips from the movie, or like they have voiceover they do, for it's it? A, right? Yeah, and the Vader that they have is pretty good because he's got to do his own lines, mm-hmm. you know, for some of the jokes. But um, the first time they were making these games, uh, there was no voiceovers. Yeah. It was just kind of that. It's <laughs> all the pantomiming <laughs> stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But now it's actually lines from the movies, <laughs> cool. and yeah, That's and cool. the, the and... voice actors sound pretty close. The gameplay
1: nice. looks a lot better than the, uh, Cam- the yep. old Star Wars games. The camera's Lego been games. brought
4: down. Yep. Uh, and they're like
1: fully like open worlds, right?
4: Yeah. So, yeah, you'll do some like linear things where if it, like, you know, the one we did in Episode 4, so it's it off just like the movie, and then you're Leia and um, one of the rebel soldiers, and you're just going down the white corridors, you know, taking out the stormtroopers and running away from Vader, and um, it was pretty badass all right this is really cool so there's just so many characters around but it was like all the background characters that you saw in the movie you know how like when they first show that scene they show like all the werewolf guy and the devil guy and yeah like they're they're there in the (laughs) cantina and it's just like (laughs) they could have they could have just done like random people that look like they live in the desert but they you know oh and also real quick you do fight tuscan raiders and you are killing them, and it's just like after watching <laughs> the Book of Boba, I, I I don't know how to feel now. I feel like oh, So anyway, right, I want to I ruin say, more b- of that.
1: They better yeah. have put some uh, love and care into this. This game has it's, been in the works yeah. for like
4: ever. Yeah. I think I think it. I mean, from the first hour, it shows. So that's it. But but yeah, if our awesome. guests would like to hit us up with what you've been watching, I mean, uh, yeah, Tom,
1: what do you got? Watching, playing, whatever.
3: Well, I did watch a movie this weekend. It came out in a uh, limited release. It's called uh, "Everything, Everywhere, All at Once."
1: I've heard about this. It's, I've heard good things.
3: It's a multiverse movie where Michelle Yu is the main character, mm-hmm. but it's, like has these grand concepts, but it's also at its heart a family story. It's a story about like her mother, like a mother accepting that like her daughter's gay and like dealing with like a divorce and. All the stuff, but there's also this big old multiverse story happening where she can have powers from like other lives. She puts on like 2 oh, tooth two—that's okay. cool—earbuds, and like it, she has. You have to do something to trigger your multiverse powers. <laughs> so like, if you do something random, like eat chopstick, and then like you'll get like. You have to find, like, you have to find a way through the multiverse to get these powers.
4: Oh, okay. Like your oh, okay. mind has
3: to do, like, to do weird, random stuff.
4: Okay.
5: So it's a lot
3: of weird, random action, just absurd shit happening, like, all the time.
4: And is this like comedy or what's it's the action genre? comedy? Okay.
3: It's uh, yeah. directed by Daniels, who did Swiss Army Man. If that tells you anything? The farting Daniel Radcliffe yeah, when, when movie. Yeah, where the guy
4: is dead, and it's just the two of them. On the yeah. island, right? Yes. Okay.
3: And the, the I was in a theater and like everyone was laughing and then I people like started crying towards the end. It's like kind of like the tone of like a Thor Ragnarok, where it's like absurd one moment and then yeah. it actually gets like deathly serious. Pretty serious. Yeah, hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. If you ever want to see Jamie Lee okay. Curtis in an action role. Yes. Uh,
4: <laughs> like she's in it? Yes. That's awesome. It's,
3: Definitely a, one of the best movies I've seen in a long time. I think it, okay. wide release is this weekend.
4: Okay, so this is uh, theater only. Yes, for now. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, I've I never think it's heard of this. A twenty four. Oh, A twenty four made this. I was gonna say we've yeah. done
1: a bunch of A twenty four movies on the podcast.
4: Yeah, they're right, dude. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now I'm s- now I'm sold because I I know there's another A twenty four movie coming out. It's um.
1: Well, Alex Garland's new movie. Men, yeah, Alex Garland's
4: movie. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, that's what it is.
3: Yeah, it's. So it has like a ninety-eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes or something like that right now.
4: Damn. Hmm. Okay. What? Okay.
3: Has awesome. data from the Goonies as her husband. Oh, come on. Up. Really? <laughs> Look at that. Shot. <laughs> <Yeah. It> looks <laughs> just like him too. Yeah. You just keep Except sprinkling the in all from. these little reasons
4: why you need to see this. <laughs> oh.
3: <laughs> it's really, really good. I highly recommend it. It's everyone should go watch it and.
1: Okay. Awesome. Yeah, that was not on my radar before, but now it is. Everything, everywhere, all at once, right?
3: Yes. Okay. Cool.
4: Nice. Cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, anything else that you uh been jamming on?
3: Uh Elden Ring. I guess yeah. like, <laughs> like, like everyone, <laughs> More I Elden um, Ring. I beat it last week. Oh, you beat it? I beat it. It took about eighty Congrats. hours. And oh man. Yeah, and then I uh started New Game Plus and Oh. It game. feels like... New Game Plus, Plus feels like a victory lap because...
2: You're just murdering everybody. Like, do they give you all your stats?
3: Yeah, you have all your stats. You still have, You keep the map as okay. well. Oh, wow. But okay. you just don't, you don't keep your points of grace. You keep the map, though. Sure. And, um... I knew it was going to be fun because I just chose like two of the biggest swords I can. I have like a strength build. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm going to have another sword now for New Game Plus. <laughs> <laughs> and... uh. I think I killed the th- tree sentinel in three hits. Oh, nice. Oh, my God. And I was like, oh, this is going to be fun. <laughs> oh, boy. Like, like, That's got to f- feel
1: so good oh, at the beginning of that game. Yeah,
3: Got through Margit and, like, Godric in under an hour. Because, like, when you don't yeah. have to explore every nook-, nook and cranny, it's pretty, like, you keep your weapons? a straight path. Keep yeah. all your I was going to say, you could keep all your weapons, all your items.
1: You basically just mainline it if you wanted to.
3: Yeah. And you yeah. can get like second, like there's only one weapon in the game. Like you can get a second boss weapon
2: mm-hmm.
3: and you get more like flasks and more like, I haven't found the second, like you could probably get two of the wonder physics potion thingy. Oh,
2: that would be handy.
3: Yeah. You get two of those now, I think, huh. but it, it's just a fun, like victory lap in a game. Like that's probably top five of all time for me now. Nice. I can't it's wait awesome. till I can't wait
2: till I get to beat it someday.
1: I can't wait till Brandon finally tries it out and hates it.
4: (laughs) No, I'm good. It's not an alpha game.
2: It's an alpha game. It takes, it takes dedication, takes your time away from life. So,
1: I mean, I, I put 30, 40 hours in it. I don't know the last time I put that much time into a game. Like that doesn't even sound like a lot, but I'm not the kind of person to sit with one game for a long time. So that tells you something. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I definitely want to get back to it eventually. But there's just there's a lot of there's a lot of other things I want to get to as well. Um, Was that it for you, Tom?
3: Uh, Yeah, pretty much.
1: Okay, (laughs) mine's gonna be short and sweet. I'll keep it short just because we've been dealing with a sick kid for the past couple days, so I haven't gotten a ton of time to do anything. But I have been continuing my quest with uh, going through all the Arkham games. Mm. I. Put a little bit more oh, yeah. time into Arkham City. Uh still great. Fantastic. City's two, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Second one after Asylum. Um so yeah, I've just been going through that. Uh I think I just beat uh the Rajagul boss fight, which was really fun. Nice. um, yeah, like some awesome set pieces. I feel like they just do they pretty much do every batman villain justice like throughout that entire series i love it like they give they give everyone their moment you know to shine and like it's just kind of like a love letter i can see why people just regard these games like so highly especially if you're a huge batman fan
4: well you know that like open world games are going to have side quests right and so the joker is like the main villain in that one right so he's Mm -hmm. constantly taunting you so you kind of know what to do because he's kind of Whatever, that's the main quest, but the side quests are the other villains that Batman has yeah, to deal it's so with. So good. it's like the penguin mm-hmm. or, or, or well, like and, Bat or whatever. I think it's so cool. And you're like
1: helping some of them, like Bane, his side quests, like you have to destroy the Titan containers. Oh like okay. there's five yeah. different Titan containers throughout Arkham City and you have to find those and destroy those and like yeah, okay. each yeah, each villain you kind of uh interact with in, in different ways. And the side the world isn't like super huge so it feels like you can do all the side quests you know you come across something and i feel like i can do it without straying off the main path too much so that's nice i feel like we don't get enough of those where it's like it arkham city is technically open world but it's not like a huge world where you know you're bogged down with a ton of different things so it's been it's been nice um that's really all i've been playing i can't really think of anything else We're going to take a short break, and then after that, we will get into it. We are back to talk about some dread. Uh, but before we do that, I put a quick little thing out on social media at No Man's of Fantasy at Twitter and Instagram. Um, I basically just said Carl's Ur- Carl Urban's dread, yay or nay, and everybody said yay. There was there were no yay. nays. Um, just a couple comments here. Friday night music party said should have been several more by now, which definitely could use a sequel for yeah. sure. Um, Talking, talking smacks at all the yay. Uh, Wheel of horror said yay. Anything Carl Urban for sure.
4: Agreed. And then
1: we got tons of uh, tons of happy gifs as well. So uh, turns out, gifs. yeah, gifs, yeah, gifs. Saying. Listen, people are
2: sending peanut butter. to <laughs> Yes, <us?
1: laughs> through the mail. No. We're getting jars of peanut butter gifs. Okay, um, tons of happy <laughs> gifs. Thanks. <laughs> uh, so it turns out people really like this movie, um, which is awesome. I mean, I had never seen it going in, so this was no, me neither. This was uh, yeah, I picked this. This Brandon's pick. Uh, this was
4: one of the early. I've been pushing on this probably since the creation of the podcast. Tom. So, I'm
1: guessing you had seen this because you would wanted yeah. to be on this episode.
4: Yeah, I've seen this. I saw. I
3: didn't see it in theaters, but like shortly after it came out in theaters, so that's like a decade ago. Did you see it in 3D? It's crazy. I didn't see it in theaters. It came out in 3D? Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, okay. That was like a big part part of the marketing was dread 3D. Dude,
1: 2012, that was like the time for 3D in the theaters for sure.
2: It's Yeah, it seems like everything back then was, there was a 3D version of it. And some of it, not even that great. No,
1: I don't remember ever being impressed by anything. And the only thing, this is the one memory I have of seeing something in 3D in the theaters. It was Captain America, uh, the first one. And it was when mm-hmm. he threw his shield and it hit the tank and it bounced off back at the camera. And that, like, legitimately, like you know, made me jump. So that was the only <laughs> instance <laughs> of 3D in a theater that was actually effective that I remember. So that was funny. Nice.
3: I, I remember Avatar. I watched the Avatar. Yeah. That was like yeah, the one 3D movie. But yeah. Like... Who didn't
1: see that? That yeah. was like the, yeah. the whole, the start of it. Yeah. Didn't
3: everyone um, want to add three dollars to your ticket price
4: oh yeah exactly Mm -hmm. well so i bring up the 3d part only because this movie wasn't a box office uh success even though it was critically well received you know it's in that cult following kind of category because it you know just like the shining that we saw and um or we just talked about last episode and we talked about blade runner where these movies weren't big hits in the box office you know, there's a lot of movies that we can kind of think of that, that had this happen, but they're actually really good. And I think this is an example of one of those movies. It doesn't, also, it also hurts that there was a Stallone version in the 90s because mm-hmm. people don't know. Generally, I don't think people know who the hell Judge Dredd is. And their first exposure was this really cheesy version and it ruined it. So when this came out, it was like the same guy. Wasn't that movie lame? Uh, but if you actually did see this movie, you, you're, you'd you be surprised how awesome it was. And Alex Garland wrote this and pretty much helped direct it, yeah. I guess. He was very and, hands-on. And produced it, yeah.
3: Hmm. I think Carl Urban's quoted saying like, hey, this is actually Alex Garland's first movie. Think of it as like Dread, Ex Machina, right. Annihilation.
1: Mm-hmm. huh?" and it's so that's cool i yeah, feel like so they heard it's so weird i feel like there's always connective tissue between our episodes because domnell gleason was in this movie too yeah. he was one yeah. of the hackers you know Felt
2: so bad for that guy yeah yeah oh, yeah, he, yeah. Not carbon does have a good quote about like why it wasn't critical like why it didn't wasn't a box office smash i guess um so it was the result of zero audience awareness and that the Nobody knew that the movie was being released. Dread represents a failure
4: in marketing, not filmmaking. <laughs> I would, I, I would say that. this Fuck about yeah. a lot of his stuff, though. Like, I don't remember X Machina even. That's a good movie, and everybody likes it, but I don't remember like trailers for it or ads for yeah, it or I people don't... talking about it. I think the only feel like if his name's on it, they don't market it. Annihilation was notorious for this, where they just didn't market it at all. But no, the only like, times why? I hear about
1: these movies are when they're like nominated for Academy Awards. You know, with like X mm-hmm. Machina. In Annihilation, yeah,
3: mm-hmm. yeah. I have been seeing more for men though.
1: I, me too. Now, I think, well, I think, I think Alex Garland has on. made yeah. a name for himself now, so they're kind of trying to uh hype him up a little bit more, yeah.
4: <laughs> um, yeah, but, it, but it's cool that he was on this, so he, yeah, so he wrote this. He, um, obviously, he's taking this from a comic book. Now, we can get into the lore, we can get into the production of this. Let's but, start, let's start with uh. Just a little bit of world building. Because, Brandon, you said
1: you okay. were doing some research on the lore a I, little I,
4: bit. I've seen... It's weird because I'm not a huge uh, Judge Dread fan or anything like that. But I do enjoy this movie. Uh, I've seen it four times, I think, at this point. Wow. And uh, the last time I watched it was actually probably like six months ago or something like that. Anyways, I was like, you know what? What is going on in this world? Because I haven't really thought about it too much. I just know that there's like... The, these cop-like guys who can just judge you on the streets right there. And if they have to, they will kill you and it's okay. And there's like just no court system. They are the court system. So what I learned is, and this is kind of freaky deaky because of what's going on in the current world today. But World War Three happens in, I think, like 2070 or something like that and in the near future-ish. Mm-hmm. And it's a nuclear war, and the United States president is uh, erratic, and he's the one that actually starts it. So the whole world just gets decimated. Now, it's in the future, so they had these cities that can withstand – well, they thought the whole country could withstand nuclear war. They thought their defenses were that good. But it turns out that three main areas technically did the best in in the United States. What would be the United States today? But um, it was the East Coast, the West Coast, and Texas. And there were all these like cities that they kind of formed over time after this nuclear war and they started connecting. So now they're just like three city. cities. They're called like these massive cities. Mega cities, they Mega, Mega, Mega Cities, city. thank you. Mega. And the one that we're watching the dread take place in is in Mega City One, which is on the East Coast. So the whole world's doing this thing too. But the whole but the United States government has collapsed. So it's run by the this Judge like the judges, like they run everything. They are the country now, and they're the only ones trying to enforce like order because there's so many people mm-hmm. on the, in these cities. If you're outside of them, it's like the great wastelands, mm-hmm. you know. So there's in the city, so eight hundred million people in
1: Mega City One.
3: Yeah, going from like Boston to DC, which is not yeah. that big,
4: right. right? Well, in the comics, in the lore, it's um. It's from uh, Boston to Florida. Oh, okay. In oh, the movie, no. it, it sounded like they kind of... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Condensed so who knows? This, this could take place before they all started connecting, too. Mm-hmm. But either way, they're all compact with people on well, you top get, of people. Yeah, you Very Blade
1: Runner-esque. Yeah, you get such a good shot of the city where it's, like, basically these mo- giant monolithic buildings, you know, in the middle of the city. And, like, everybody... That's basically where everybody lives, in these giant towers. Um... And it's 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 really cool. It's an effective shot. Uh, everything is dystopian and slummy. It's this takes place in 2080, yeah. so uh, a little bit after that, yeah. the World War. So it's III ten
3: years after about. the yeah mm-hmm.
4: yeah the war. Yeah,
3: I think they mm-hmm. said like the towers are like a whole kilometer high.
4: It's insane. Something
1: something like well, that. the one yeah. in
2: the movie was like 200, 200, 200 stories. stories. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: And there, yeah, just pretty up there. There's 12 crimes every minute and 17,000 per day. And they said the judges said <laughs> they can only respond to six percent of those crimes, which is really cool.
2: Seems like they seems like they do a pretty good job responding, though. Judge Judge Dredd seems to be pretty. Uh, yeah, they kind of gotta yeah. they kind
1: of gotta pick and choose which ones that they you know they leave all the the small fish to fry and uh, kind of pick the the bigger ones.
2: But it was kind of weird. I was reading up on this a little bit too, but like, it's one of the older comic books. It came out in 77 in like a British weekly comic kind of thing. But it said that it was, it's judge dread has been hailed as one of the best satires of American and British culture. And I didn't, there wasn't much satire in this movie. It was just no. like, Dystopian future, Fuck, very gritty, some, very dark, kill some groovy. scumbags.
1: Paul
4: Verhoeven, yeah. this is not. <laughs> no, not at all. Did anybody get diehard vibes in some way? Where
1: I mean, yeah, he's trapped in... Yeah. they get trapped in this mm-hmm. tower.
4: But the bad guys aren't like ever close to winning in this. Like they just keep losing constantly. Yeah, and like everything is of <laughs> Like they don't have the upper hand ever. They even think they do with the rookie character, and it just does not work no. at all. It. I mean, she's Mm-mm. a fucking badass. And, and I got to say, this this would make a very awesome two-player video game.
1: Dude, I Could the whole time I was thinking mm-hmm. they need they need to make a modern Judge Dredd video game. Because there have been a couple Judge Dredd video games in the past. Like, there was I a first-person shooter, the video like, three,
4: Really? Yeah. You know, and you just got to a... go to towers and stop these, like... Well, I was type...
1: thinking the whole time, I don't know, for some reason I had Dead Space in my mind the whole time throughout this like a behind the back third person like oh, yeah. oh okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Isaac Clark kind of moves slow like Judge Dredd he's you know he's like a tank he's slow but he you know he's badass Um and yeah a co-op for sure with Anderson mm. as your sidekick you have these psychic abilities like this this movie would make a fantastic Dread Space
3: again. I just want to say that <laughs> yeah, Dread, <absolutely>. space. <laughs>
1: Dread Space that is a perfect name so there and is. there
4: are mega cities um on mars oh. according to the lore i saw that as well oh. so the technology is advanced pretty That's cool yeah yeah pretty fine all right well let's get into the actual story so what makes this story awesome it, do you guys like the story do you guys i mean i know it's not it's pretty basic I, yeah I, mean, I like it because it's pretty straightforward, straightforward. Yeah.
3: it's yeah. what it needs to be it doesn't need to be anything more it matches his yeah.
4: personality like he's very just down like, to business yeah He's very straightforward. Um yeah. mo- in mean, the the structure of the movie is as well. There's no wasted time. It, this is an hour and a half, hour yeah. thirty five. Yeah, I was, yeah, was I was quick. surprised
1: when I saw the runtime of this. It was like 90, 96 minutes, which is exactly the same runtime as the original Judge Dread movie, really? which is kind of weird. Yeah. Okay. Uh I thought that was kind of funny. Um but yeah, I had no idea what to expect when going into this. I thought maybe he was I didn't know that it was going to be like locked down to this one location, yeah. which is what I really liked about
4: it. Yeah. Wow. Um, so like I cool. Know Start on the bottom like this, and yeah. work your way to the top. Work your yeah. way up. And you know who the boss is. You know, there's thugs exactly. constantly coming at you and it's just action scene after action scene and there's no drama at all. There's no like, like why'd you get into this? Why do you, you know? Tell me about you yourself, Dredd. Why'd you get into this? And there's none of that. It's no, just, there's really
1: no backstory. Like,
4: like he doesn't he, have time for that. He doesn't even he take feels off like his RoboCop.
3: No, yeah. great.
2: He doesn't take off his helmet. Exactly. He is basically RoboCop. Like yeah, no, no emotion. Just straight up law.
3: I mean, he gets shot at the end and like doesn't even phase
0: him.
1: No, he just patches it up <laughs> and he's like, "Yep, okay, I'm good now. Let's d- back to business." Uh, But yeah, I read that Carl Urban apparently was like, while he was doing this movie, he stayed in character the entire time. He said he refused to smile or take off the helmet, you know, during any point in filming or between takes. Um, And he kept the scowl the entire time. And apparently a (laughs) cast member apparently a cast member made a joke on set one day and
0: Her urban just
1: gave him the the dread stare, and the person like immediately apologized. He's like, "Sorry for telling the joke." But. That's it had to be intimidating yeah. to work with him um, if he was you know just being that dread character it's the entire gotta time.
4: Tough. It's got to be tough to do that character and pull it off, and I think he did. I think mm-hmm. it's hard be, to be Batman. You know, and I, I I think it's really hard to be Batman to to talk like this. You know. And, that's basically what he was doing this whole time. I couldn't, I couldn't tell if
2: the scowl was just like a Carl Urban thing, or if it was a Stallone thing, or just like. But then I saw the comic books, and it's like that's that's a thing, yeah. That's, that's what he looks fake. like. Like that, he's yeah. just pissed off all the time. Yeah, he's given like the De Niro, like them.
4: I mean, yeah, he's all he's all he cares about is delivering his justice. <laughs> <laughs> so, so in this movie, Dread is paired up uh, with Rookie Anderson. R- rookie anderson has psychic abilities uh they call her like a thankfully mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. yeah and this is one of the offsets of if you survived the nuclear war um most people who were deformed they even talk about that but she wasn't she actually just became like an x-men kind of character but uh, yeah it's interesting how, that's how they why she has an ability in this world
1: how they it's interesting how they depict mutants like in this world you know everyone's very like against them like you could call it racism or bigotry or yeah. whatever but they're they're very uh averse ad- 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 to mutants um so she's kind of uh already got a handicap on her going in becoming a judge and everything because people are kind of looking down on her you can even tell dread in the beginning kind of resents her you know because she like failed the the test uh to get into being a judge and everything but she They just kind of chose her because she did have these psychic psychic abilities and they thought that she could be a good asset to them
4: when she was introduced can anybody help me with this one so when she was introduced she's doing like her abilities on dread and she's like I sense anger I sense control and I sense something else and it's and then she gets cut off by the captain Mm -hmm. and that's enough So he's like, she's a mutant. It was his kitty cat at home. He loves he's a cat man. What was it? So in the in the comics, (laughs) in the comics, he's a clone of like the former chief or former president. Oh, oh! But he doesn't know he's a clone, or maybe he does. But maybe that's what they're alluding to, because this was supposed to be one of three movies, or they were gonna make like a franchise or series out of this, Hmm. but it just didn't work out. So maybe they were planting something there, kind of shit. Like, Darth Vader and and Obi-Wan Kenobi's like, I haven't felt this presence since... Just leave that open. Like, oh, they're planting shit. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, leave that open.
0: Yeah.
5: Cassandra Anderson, 21. Born in a block 100 meters from the radiation boundary wall. At age 7, she lost both parents to residual fallout cancer. As is usual with orphans, she was given a judge aptitude test at age 9. It classified her as unsuitable, but she was entered into the academy on special instruction. In the academy, her record was never better than borderline. Her final academy score put her three percentile points below a pass.
0: So, what's she doing in a uniform?
5: Rookie Anderson. Sir, how many people are observing you? Two. What can you tell me about the person I'm with? Male. Another judge. I can feel anger and control, but there's something else, something behind the control, something almost. Okay. Anderson. I
0: don't do. it. She's a mutant.
5: The judges' council have chosen to overlook her status. So you will, too. She's the most powerful psychic we've ever come across by a huge margin. The judges are losing the war for this city. We believe she could be a major asset. As I said, her final score was only three points below a pass. It's marginal. It's not marginal. She She failed. The girl's getting one more chance. I want you to take her out. Give her one day in the field, supervised. See if she makes the grade. Sink or swim. Chuck her in the deep end.
1: It's all a deep end. Dude, we've talked about movies that deserve sequels on this podcast before, and this one, absolutely.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes. Which, devil's advocate. I wish Judge Dredd was a little more hands-on with his dealing of justice. He's just He's just a dude with a gun. He doesn't even have superpowers or anything. I mean, he does have. I guess, via the wiki, he's an excellent marks marksman, excellent in unarmed combat, and he has bionic eyes. So, oh, okay, is a oh, dude that okay. can shoot good and see good. Yeah, but I wish there was more. Like, I want to see some hand to hand action sequences. I wanted to see some dispension of physical justice.
4: That's why I think this would make a v- great video game because of the Duh. gun. It's well, the gun. when right. he was the gun was is taken right. on.
1: When he was taking on the the judges that were hunting him down near the end, there he he <laughs> yeah. took out one of them. Yeah, he did. With oh his yeah. little karate chop to the throat there. Oh, that was nice. What did he
3: say like when he chopped him in the like neck?
1: Choke on it.
3: Choke on it. Yes. <laughs> oh my god.
1: Such yeah, some good liners and one
2: liners in this one. There was also what one he... of the worst one liners in this one. What, what was, was it? that? The very final one when he throws. Oh, yeah. Throws, he just goes. Yeah, I thought about
0: <laughs> you, I'm
4: like... That is because <laughs> that's that's that what is... Clint did to little Bill, right? And, Something uh, like that. In in yeah, Unforgiven. <laughs> Unforgiven. Yeah, I'll see you uh. in hell. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> really? that's uh. your comeback. So, but uh, what's cool about this movie is that it moves really fast. Like we just kind of yeah. learn all the stuff. Yeah. There's exposition. You know, we meet the rookie. We see that they're paired up. She's being tested today. It's like okay, and then they go. You know, the well, I mean, the first and...
1: scene of the movie is a fucking car chase with Dredd on his yeah. motorcycle mm. chasing these dudes in oh. the van. And you're introduced to the And that's when we cool. get introduced to the slow-mo. Yeah.
4: Yep. What did you think of that slow-mo?
1: I thought it was a really cool effect. Um, like, everything gets all sparkly, and apparently time moves at 1% of its normal mm. speed, which is kind of a cool concept. Um, apparently, something else that I learned... Is the slow mo sound effect is based on a Justin Bieber song <laughs> that was slowed down to one eight hundredth of its normal speed. Damn! So oh no, it's a good good fun fact for you. I've been yeah. daved. I
0: wonder which one it was.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, 2012 Justin Bieber at the time was uh, was popular yes. for sure. So I could I could see that. Hmm.
3: The, I feel like the um, slow mo shots were definitely like well, here. Look, we're in 3D because I think you get yeah. Lena Hebb. Lena Headey's character, like she's in a bath in her first shot, and she like Mm -hmm. flicks up the water, and it's like slowly going. It's like I could see that in three D, like yeah, I could see every time they're play well, blowing
2: out the smoke or whatever. But I I also thought it made for some. It made the graphic violence even more graphic. Because instead of just like a dude getting shot in the face and it's gone in half a second, like you're, it's taken like three or four seconds for the bullet to like going through his face, and then you see the ripple on his like, ugh, it got, it got gross. Yeah, Yeah.
1: they definitely emphasize the violence in this movie for sure. Yes, using the slow mo and just you know people are getting shot through the face, people are getting their heads smashed on the ground and their brains are flying out.
4: What starts. Well, I thought well, this was kind of cool thinking about the the violence where the acts that uh, Mama performs, and this is this is the main villain. She's when that's taken over Peach Trees, uh, the mega the tower, tower, the yeah. block. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, yeah, the block. Yeah, yeah. She's running her, her basically her drug cartel kind of gang operation there out of there. But she, there's like these three guys. I don't know. They're from like another gang or whatever. But they double crossed or did something. They got captured. She wants to skin these guys and then inject them with the slow-mo drug. What's it called again?
3: This slow-mo. It's called, it's called slow-mo. slow-mo. It is it called right? slow-mo.
4: Okay. Yeah. I think there's a name for it. Um, They take it and then they throw them over the balcony from the top floor. So she's fa- they're falling all the way down to the ground level where there's basically, basically like a courtyard for everybody Um, to send a message to everybody just like that she owns the place. But... And it's so violent because you're like skinned alive and they have to go through this torturous, slow one percent like time goes by by like one percent slow death that's just gotta suck. And that's what happens to her, like that's what happens at mm-hmm. the end. It's like the thing that she starts with is what kind of how it ends in the same manner, in the same way. And I thought that was, I don't know, I thought that was kind of a cool, uh, dreadnought violent piece of art. Like he knew, he knew that's how she she did mm-hmm.
2: those guys in so you
3: know. I love the shot of her like when she's hitting the concrete it's through like shot through plexiglass almost Yeah, and you can mm-hmm. just like yeah. see her like split and it's like super he nice. They must yeah. have
4: put some kind of prosthetic like something underneath the skin to make it look like skin so that it would split open Mm-hmm. For that to, it yeah, unless well, that's CG, but yeah. that was cool. It was, yeah, I, that was a really cool effect. Which fact.
2: she's coming towards the camera, like, you almost don't want to look at it because you know <laughs> yeah. it's coming. But that, like, it, there's so much, and it's, in all it's,
1: in s- it's all in slow motion, so you you know, you get that nice shot of her face <laughs> squishing and then the, the blood coming out.
2: Um, the blood yeah, did, make a, a good... did make an X, like, Dread's helmet, too. You oh, oh, I did but not I notice think that. I, I saw while I was watching, it's kind of interesting.
1: I got to bring it up again. When we were doing our villains episode, we t- I brought up like to have a good villain, you need a good villain death as well. And this was definitely one of those. It's very sure. fitting. Very cathartic. Very fitting. Yes.
3: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. The, the one thing I do wish about this movie, I wish they didn't use CGI blood.
1: Yeah. In some of the slow-mo shots, like yeah. it's very red. You can definitely tell that it's like it's not a squib fake. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I agree with you there. Some of the effects, um, especially during the slow mo, were a little bit distracting. But I thought
4: overall it looked mm-hmm. it looked pretty. Good. It's
3: a ten year old movie now, so it right. is
4: ten years old. I didn't think it was. It's crazy. I was like, yeah. "Wow, man, ten years." I'm
1: sure they did this on purpose too. But another thing that I noticed when I was watching it is it's very, very grainy. Like they used a very heavy like film grain or something on this movie because. There were some shots where it looked almost like I don't know if it was just the TV or Amazon Prime or something, but I I feel like it was because they used such a heavy film grain on some of the shots in this movie that it almost looked like just bad, muddy, pixelated a little
4: bit. I yeah, I don't know if it's the era or what, you know, but I feel like it had that. I don't know. Almost like a Fight Club look, where like it's kind of well, yellowish.
1: Well, a lot of the shots were really dark too, yeah. so mm-hmm. you got the film grain on top of the the dark okay, shots. It, it made it makes it look a little bit muddy, but overall, I think it was you know a good
4: looking movie, yeah. shot very well. Yeah, I thought the the sound was good. I thought the visuals were good. I thought the even the aesthetic. Like I don't know anything about the comics, but I have to assume that these bikes. They look kind of retro, like they were drawn in the mm-hmm. '80s or something like that. The so, Law yes. Masters. Yeah, but I like a iconic look, like just own it, whatever it is. Just have a cool looking movie. And at first, I thought Dredd's helmet looks stupid because, like, how can you see out of that thing? It looks <laughs> uncomfortable. <laughs> it's like Boba Fett. It's like, how do you seriously? Like, how mm-hmm. do you see out of this? Like, come on, like it's got to be better with that helmet off. But um, or a- after a while, I was like, he's actually kind of cool looking. What I really like is how he. He's like kind of like this Batman where like he's just at, at one point, like Mama's just she's just never in control of the situation. And she's just constantly getting fucked over. She's watching her like mini bosses get taken out one by one. But when she does the uh, <laughs> that chain gun scene, she just blows out that whole floor. Mm-hmm. He like comes back. And he like chucks something over there. I don't know if it was he a chucks the guy away. over the edge.
2: Oh, that's what he threw yeah. her. Yeah, <laughs> he throws her commander guy, and, and
4: then, then he just turns just... around and walks away. And just turns up, but like you don't even see him. He's already walking away. Like, he doesn't give a uh-huh. fuck. He's so badass in this movie. He is why so amazing. I love
2: there, though? I was... That's one thing I wrote down. I was like, why is not like he knows she's right over there? Just like take a shot. I don't know because movie has, has to be happen. Cool. Yeah. Right. Us to do other cool shit there's still another half hour i later.
1: was gonna say yeah. judging by like that incendiary shot that he shot um at those <laughs> oh, one yeah, dudes yeah. when they were going oh, out at the fo- in the phone he tra- booth like he, them. he took out like 10 guys in one shot and like just like i know a- we had mentioned the gun earlier but the voice activated gun with all the different modes and everything and it. such a cool weapon
3: mm-hmm.
1: yeah
0: there's the
3: first like when he there's a va- the van chase and he's like chasing the guy in the mall and he says like hot shot to mm-hmm. you you're you're a hot shot and then like it activates the like fireball or whatever it is it goes in the guy's yeah. mouth and like explodes his head melts his face oh <laughs> yeah. my god
4: oh Sick. that's right oh that that's that whole intro, line bro. was awesome yeah yeah that was real creative use of talking to your gun while taking out like a, like doing like a dirty hairy style mm mm-hmm. mhm Hot shot, yeah, that was, that was fucking dope. I like the slang that they have um, in this show. Like, if you if you listen for it, like they they'll say like the meat wagon or whatever, but they'll have like um, I think it's called the recycles. So mm-hmm. basically, because people are so pop, it's so overpopulated, they have like a Soylent green kind of thing going on where they kind of it's kind of gray where you don't know what they're doing with these bodies. Because if you ah. hear the robots as they're scooping up the people to say the courtyard will be available or back in yeah. op- operation in thirty minutes, like this is people are just used to this shit, and the oh, people yeah. get taken away, and they get dumped. But there's one of the main proteins that everybody eats off of is like kind of like their spam, but it's it's meatless, and they don't really understand all the ingredients that are in it. So I don't. So it was just I don't mm-hmm. know. Huh. This movie's tapping into that shit, but that's I mean, kind of going creepy in, future shit right there. It is.
3: <clears throat> yeah, I did. I was looking at like the background of when he was chasing the guy through the mall in the beginning. And one of the advertisements is called like Hottie Dog, where it's like a <laughs> hot dog in hot pants and like an American like <laughs> yeah, I flag like, uh, like, cowboy hat.
2: See, yeah, that's good. There needs uh, to be more of that yeah. kind of shit in this movie. Yeah. I don't know. That's like the satire that you'd think that mm-hmm. would be, be from the comics that they would put into this. But this is literally just like a like a meat dread is the meat grinder and the scumbag druggies are the meat he's just Mm -hmm. chewing through them i don't know what do you guys think of the the girl cop
4: she was cool anderson yeah she was cool
1: anderson yeah yeah i liked i liked all the scenes with her especially like the scene where uh well it was kind of i don't know why they decided to drag around this k guy the entire time like i feel like they could have just i mean yeah they wanted to interrogate him and whatever but they were. He was just slowing them down the entire time. It was yeah. like a damn escort mission she in a video game. She kind of said, like, "Like, hey, tiny. what are we supposed
2: to?" <clears throat> yeah, like, I thought she was too small. Like, I don't know. Just in general, my logical brain's like, this chick is too small to be leading around like a two hundred and forty pound guy who <laughs> could just like overpower her at any second. But well, the, the it was it was just weird
1: else. because like in the first, I don't even know how long it felt like the first forty five minutes or an hour after they. Captured him like he didn't say one word, like he was just he could, going along with them. Like, you would have thought that he would have like been yelling out to give away, you he know, he could have written re- everything.
4: I wonder if, like, Garland was writing out the story and he was finding other ways to project some of the lore in a more natural way. It's like, oh, what if they capture this guy because he can kind of talk about what mm-hmm. the villain's gonna do? because like, he kind of mm-hmm. talks about exposition
3: like, kind of guy, yeah, he's yeah. like,
4: yeah, you know, like, because he. He does two things. One, he kind of says, like, hey, this is how violent they are here, and this is what they'll do to, like, girls or whatever. But then it also gives her reason to kind of mess with his brain. He's like, yeah, but I'm fucked yeah. up. She's like, you're mm-hmm. fucked up, but you're not fucked up like me, and they're having, like, this battle of the wits kind of thing. All to just show that she – this is her strength, is that she can – she's not physically strong enough, but she's Mentally. she's more of a specialist. I think she's somebody yeah. that you don't just send sure. out in her own sector like mm-hmm. Dread. Dread has a reputation yeah. – He's a badass guy, and he's he's built to like kind of withstand a lot of stuff. Yeah, she's much smaller, but she also has this ability. So I think she would complement harder missions. You know, bring the specialist or Mm -hmm. something like that. Very good point. But I don't know if that's the case or not. I don't. The
2: mind games I think were kind of cool, like the mind reading. The
4: yeah, it was cool.
2: Like when she they hide out in that chick's apartment, and uh, before she leaves, she sees the picture, and then she kind of figures out that. The first person that she killed and shot in the face was the lady's husband, who just helped him out. Mm-hmm. Um, when, when her and that guy, like she goes into his mind to get like the the code for the door to get upstairs or whatever, and like they have a little back and forth where he tries to, he tries to push back against her in his own mind, and she just kind of <laughs> she, comes, she brings up a a, a thing that uh, Mama did previously
3: that. <laughs> Yeah, she, like, ripped out <laughs> his eyes spinach. and put, like, cyber eyes in.
2: Yeah, there was that so kind of... Well, Dom
3: Hall Degleason, is that who you're talking about? Oh, yeah.
2: Well, there was that part, and then part where she... Lena had, you know, bit off the other guy's dick at a certain point. Oh. oh.
4: oh. Right, Rich. because cause right after that, that's when he... When he, he then he takes, like, the, her gun or something like that, right? Right after that, after he thinks he, like, got his dick bit off, he snaps oh, he out of it. And then he grabs the pistol, to shoot her. But it, you're not allowed to touch a judge's gun. Uh, I think that's Yeah, the, later. yeah that's after she's. After that was she's later when she got later. captured. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: Oh, he yeah. Does, this well, was they the first the, time. this twice. That's yes, this right. was. This was the first time when Anderson okay. went into his mind when they're in that classroom, and she was just kind of trying to get more info out of him and what was oh, what yeah. really was going on there. It was much shorter. The that's first where time, she finds yeah. out. Yeah. Right. That's where she finds out. Like. The whole slow mo operation is actually in the tower and everything. Okay. Um, and then after that, he pisses himself. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> her her yeah, Job he. was accomplished.
3: Yeah. I'm just happy to see more Avon Barksdale. because he was in, that guy was in the Wire, the lieutenant.
1: Dude, yeah, I haven't I haven't seen him in anything in a while.
3: He's been in like the Ant Man movies, so but that, like that's been it.
1: Oh really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, he was great in this movie. I thought.
3: So. I have to bring up. Have you guys seen The Raid?
4: No, I, no, have, not, I have not. But, but I, have, I am. Away. I've seen. I've the also big, heard good things. The big about scene it. In, in the intro. Mm-hmm. The intro. Okay.
3: Because this movie, like, it, it has so many parallels to The Raid. Because that that movie came out like a year prior. It's the SWAT team going into it. It's another action movie that takes place all in an apartment building, and the SWAT. It's a SWAT team going up to the top of a building where a drug dealer is tidying up at the top. Yep, and it's like there's one super cop who like is really good at karate though, or like martial arts, right? So it's much more. It's very dread esque. It's like a Malaysian movie from 2011. I want to say, okay, Mm -hmm. but like people have compared dread to that movie as like the American remake of it.
4: But our one of our buddies, um, Chris Logan, he said to us that raid was written. I'm sorry. Dread was written before the raid. Yeah, but raid came out before.
3: That would make sense. Yeah, it's just That's it's, what I it's a it's like one of those like kind of like deep impact and Armageddon <laughs> that weird concept of twin movies that come out like the super similar concepts. Like oh well, mm-hmm. you have
4: the, uh no, you have um you have the one that we talked about the Prestige. And the other one was the the, el- illusionist. Oh, the illusionist. Yeah, yep, yep. yeah. Like, Same kind of. What thing. What are the chances of those coming out? So that yeah, could be the case. Yeah, both great movies. Yeah. Uh, so what haven't we talked about as far as the production of this? I think we talked about the visuals. We talked about the acting. We talked about the audio. I think there's a ton of good quotes in this. Um, it
2: is. Yeah, there are some good one-liners.
4: You know. Um, I think. Each of the engagements is, is, to me, it's just like a frigging level and there's a boss at the end because you're just constantly, little by little, picking off these henchmen. And you're never even, like, concerned that he's going to die. I don't know. Maybe when he gets shot from behind. But, you know, it's called Tread. Yeah, he's (laughs) He's not dying. So, how is he going to get out of this? It doesn't even, like,
3: slow him down when he gets shot. Like, I was looking forward and it's just like, okay. Like, he's just like like... unstoppable beast like terminator-esque it was like a uh, kind of presence
2: when the other judge shot him it was like <laughs> he switched over to his armor piercing rounds or whatever and it put a hole in the wall like the size yeah. of like a golf ball and like i'm thinking like if that hits like a human body like yeah, i don't know if you're gonna get out of that
1: probably gonna be pretty messed up it, yeah
2: dread though dread skin don't tear Come on no.
1: Now. no, I was I mean I was surprised. I I because I, I mean I'd never seen this movie, but I was I guess I wasn't expecting him to get shot like that. And I'm like But like you said, the movie's called Dread. He can't die. He's not gonna no, die.
0: Really?
1: And he just whips out his little med kit and uh fills his fills in his little... hole, staples it <laughs> yeah. shut.
4: Yep. And now he's good to go. Uh I wanna hit on these uh bad um Judges that appear, which I think is a cool oh yeah, I thought yeah. that was cool. I did like know. this concept. Cops, well, I didn't know I mean, thirty cats Yeah, I didn't yeah. know
1: One million where d- uh,
4: million million units or,
0: or yeah. credits, whatever you
1: credits. Saying. Yeah, like I didn't know where that was going at first. When Mama was like, "Oh, call them cops," but then I'm like, "Oh, okay, yep, she's she's gonna pay off some other judges to uh, kill off Dread." Which I mean, good idea on her part, I guess.
0: credits million. you have a problem with the judge you know who he is no i do one million Fine. kaplan protection detail on client champ alvarez they're flushing him out you got it where's the other one the rookie
5: we got her here
0: dad or alive alive make our dead.
4: Uh, Now, Dave, one of them was a pretty short woman on the team. I noticed that. And I was just like, what is she going to do? Like, she's pretty small. I mean, she's a good shot, but I noticed that because, like, there's three pretty big judges in this one woman. So I'm like, maybe she's just going to have, like, She's gonna be like a ninja or an well, acrobat. And I, I don't was, know if. And I was waiting for it, but when Anderson encounters her, yeah, she just like reads it, like, "Yeah, you're fucking crooked." <laughs> right. Guns are yeah. down. I lo- I thought that was cool. I love when you think there's gonna be a fight because I'm like, "What is her bag? Like, what is she gonna do? She's not physically menacing. She's gotta have some kind of moves." And, and- you
2: know, she's coming in with like the upper hand, where like she thinks she's gonna catch her off guard. Right. And, yeah. Like- yeah. Right. I'm
1: guessing they sent they sent the other like. Woman judge to kind of you know relate to Anderson. That was kind of their whole plan to get her to uh, trick her. Oh, and oh yeah, well
2: that's what you know she okay. said to Mama was that's why she wanted to go because she was a
4: judge and once she hesitates, mm-hmm. and she's just going to shoot she her. But take the yeah. shot, right? Didn't hesitate. She
3: has... Yeah, she was like, I have her in the bag no matter what.
4: Okay, and then the other uh, judge, the one that actually does shoot uh, Dread, they must have casted that guy because of his mouth. Like, he was very animated. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. With his mouth specifically. Mm-hmm. You know? And that's. You know, give credit to uh, Carla Urban because the guy never takes his mask off. And that's a big thing because we've seen the Mandalorian helmet off. The Halo st- uh, TV series just came out. I haven't seen it yet. But the Master Chief takes his helmet off the first episode. Oh, you know, really? Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Uh, Stallone wouldn't keep the fucking helmet on. Um, <laughs> you know? We well, see that in like most <laughs> superhero. Judge <laughs> Dredd.
3: Like most superhero movies, like you don't. They, they, their helmet's on for like the final battle or like first half mm-hmm. of the final battle, then immediately it's off.
4: Yeah. And it's like, I remember in Game of Thrones, the, the, not the, the Hound, the first like episode in the first season, he's like wearing this big metal helmet that's. Oh, he had the face. face. Didn't he? But then yeah. he never, yeah, he had the, yeah, messed up face, but then he just took it off because the actor didn't like wearing it. And I was just like, I, I, Carl Urban is like, damn, I'm not the biggest name, you know? I kind of look like Brad Pitt's cousin or something, but, <laughs> but you know, like he, this, if it does well, I want my face shown. And he, well, apparently, never he, takes it off.
1: Carl Urban was like a big fan of the comics back in the day. So he really, really wanted to be like faithful to the actual comics because Dread in the comics never takes his helmet off either. So he wanted to make sure that he kept the scowl and kept the helmet on the entire time um, that he was filming. So definitely some dedication to the role there and also this shows how badass Carl Urban is um he also insisted on riding like the the motorcycle himself like he didn't have a stuntman do any of those oh, scenes okay. like he he did all those motorcycle scenes himself which
4: i thought was really cool i did not know that i love that stuff okay
3: and he's still been talking about this a decade later like he wants to get like sequels greenlit and uh, or tv show Apparently, uh, yeah. I read a quote okay. saying Garland doesn't want anything to do with the Dredge Universe anymore because this production was so grueling. Hmm. Okay. Is what the quote is.
4: Okay. Yeah. He might have like a. Yeah. He might just have, I don't know, like, um, well, just like a bad experience. Because he, just, mm-hmm.
3: Cause he was just the writer. And then he like, he has to come in and like finish the movie because it was it Pete Travers.
1: Yeah. Pete Travis was Travis. The, the director. Yeah. Yeah.
3: It was really interesting when I was watching it on Plex. I like ripped my Blu ray and then like put it on my Plex server. When I like put like uh had it like all queued up to play, it was like directed by Alex Garland was like the primary credit. Hmm. Really, even though it's like not in the movie, but it was like on Plex as
4: that. Interesting, yeah, it is interesting.
1: Yeah, I feel like definitely Alex Garland takes ownership over this movie for sure because like I feel like he's the name that you think of most attached to this movie. Because I mean, Pete Travis. I looked up his credits and didn't really recognize anything else that he's really done. Um, so
4: I just, I just thought that was interesting. I just uh, want Carl Urban to have more success. I really like this he, guy. Like him mean, as I'm the looking butcher at his... and the boys and Aamir in Lord of the Rings. Like yeah, I'm bad. looking yeah, at an IMDb
2: him. and he, Doom. Like he's got shit that goes back to like ninety one, ninety two. Like he's been. This is not. He's had a
4: decent amount of. Is, yeah. Yeah,
2: he's been around for a while. He was in Xena Warrior Princess. Which, <laughs> really? Oh, okay. I, I didn't even fucking uh, know. He was played
4: Julius Caesar. I
1: feel like he's in a lot of big things, but he's not really he was the leading Thor, R- man he was in, in a lot
4: of things. Thor Ragnarok, did you know that? Oh, yeah, yeah. Thor Squish. like the
2: Chronicles the of Riddick? Back. Yeah. Oh, was he? The okay. Born Supremacy, Doom, Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Both both of the Star Trek movies.
4: He's like, great in Star yeah, Trek. Yeah, the
2: new reboots. Yeah. And he yeah. did dread in between basically the first Star Trek movie and Star Trek Into the Darkness. But yeah. I feel like if I say Carl right Irvin, it, you're gonna be like, Who's that?
3: I feel like he's know? gotten a bigger name since The Boys. Yeah. Like The, the Boys is a big show. That was my first introduction
1: yeah. to him. Like I did I had no idea who he was before right. that. He's got one of those faces yeah. um, where like
2: you see him and he looks familiar, but you don't know like where right. you're seeing Because like, in Xena or not in Xena, in Lord of the Rings he's got like long blonde hair and he's clean mm-hmm. cut. And then Dread, you only see f- fucking like one f- six. Yeah. I was gonna his say, yeah,
1: chin. Like I said, he's been in a, a decent amount of big franchises, but he's never like the leading man, you know? Right. So I think The Boys was kind of his breakout role, where he
4: kind of gets that that uh, top billing, big, big yeah. role. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, I, if we're going to be talking about performances, then we got to talk about Lena Headley being in this as well as the oh, yeah. villain. I think that's cool, you know, because like, I really only knew her from Game of Thrones and her part in 300. That was it. And I think she's great in Game of Thrones. Uh, you did but... get a
2: Cersei vibe to her. And that's yeah. just like,
3: yeah. this would have been like around the time they started filming Game of Thrones, probably because I was like, yeah, yeah. like after hey, the first right, season.
4: Yeah. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. Around that time.
2: But she was, yeah
1: she's ju- she's just uh yeah she's definitely definitely a really good villain in this one she's just she puts off that gross vibe like she's just it's just know, like the makeup to look work, at here makeup work yeah. on her
2: face like that scar looks like nasty and she's got
1: like those meth teeth you know Ooh, yeah. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> <heart> <laughs> <teeth>. yeah. <laughs> yeah too much slow-mo
2: yeah,
4: yeah. Meth, ha- meth happens yeah, I think they. I think they even said that she survived the uh, nuclear war. Obviously, she did at her age, from the you know, it's like ten mm-hmm. years from that and stuff. Like that. But um, but yeah, like uh, I liked her care. I liked her history. I like that she's been in the system. Uh, I like how she just has a nickname, Mama, and all that stuff. And I like that. I love when. It's, again, I'm going down to like the whole video game thing, but when the antagonist has access to a microphone to talk to you and, and <laughs> yeah. talk to everybody and she's like using the whole like everybody we will get this, this over quick stay out of our way if you're if you work for me get Someone out there and i pay you or whatever take them out there's two of them you know and i like that I later that. on dread gets a hold of it and he's talking back Until at her, her I and i think that's just is locked down. i don't know. There's just so much more to this movie than you think oh, for uh, an action movie about dread and there's just there's just a lot of cool things that happen. Creativity is really good. Um, but I th- I like that back and forth. I thought they were they didn't spend really any time together and then when he did get to her uh I mean it's I don't know. What did you guys think of the when the when the villain and the hero actually meet and he has to stop her? What did you guys think of that?
3: See? I enjoyed it. It was um because like you know you're not gonna like have a big shootout between Mama because she like isn't an action not she's a, she's an action star but she's not like leading the charge yeah I like, mean
1: she, her her muscle is basically her weapon like all yeah. of her crew you know right and by that point Dreads basically <laughs> killed them all
2: yeah <laughs> pretty much yeah but it so was kind of cool left I thought by I thought he was gonna try and shoot it off of her hand I thought that was gonna be his move but mm-hmm. um basically he just relied on like oh that thing doesn't have the range to reach all the way back up here to blow up the building was his gamble i'm assuming
1: right yeah it was a pretty big gamble
4: for sure (laughs) 50 floors of people
3: because he would have been blown up as well yeah
4: yeah exactly but, but it, I'm yeah. I, he, I think he's uh the greater good kind of guy where like, he sees a homeless guy. He's like, You better not be here when I come back, which that was like, I got his warning and he got squished. You know, should have listened to Jit.
5: But uh <laughs> yeah, you know, true. but he but he's
4: like, I got three homicides to take care of like he's still there. He still is about that the three guys being killed. Like even at, when Mama's going after them, he brings that up. But worst like she's like, What do we do with this guy that we're carrying around? Like, isn't he a liability? Should we just whack him so that way we don't have to deal with this guy? He's like, Nope. He's a suspect in the three killings that we're here for. Meanwhile, you've already killed like 15, 16 people. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I don't understand. Like, you've done more killing. Well,
1: the penalty for trying to attempted murder on a judge is death. So he has, in his mind, he has the right
4: to kill all these people. Right, right,
3: I think that might be probably like the satire coming through is he's killed 20 people, but he's saving this one guy. I think
4: you're absolutely right right there, yeah. And, and if you notice, like, he's constantly saying "iso box," So that's a thing. You just... It's a solitary confinement.
2: Yeah, you just... That's what, yeah, I kind of... So that, that guy, actually.
4: that guy, if he complies and he goes and gives them information, then he doesn't die, but he has to stay in solitary confinement with no parole forever, right? Was that the offer to him? Mm-hmm. Or maybe not him. Maybe that was the guy that was holding the hospital. That's the first that's, guy, yeah. That's All the right. guy, yeah. that, the yeah. hot yeah. shot in the mouth, yeah. But still, it's just... Could you imagine isolation for your whole life? I mean... Probably would rather die, right? Yeah. You know? Yeah. What's worse?
2: Just a, a note on Lena: uh, started Game of Thrones in 2011. Dread came okay. out in 2012, so okay, probably say, a little bit probably of filming like yeah. right at the yeah. same
1: time, yeah.
2: But also, I might note a great voice in He Man: Masters oh. of her, Masters of the Universe. She plays uh, Evil Lynn. but. No, she's got she got other things in there. She's in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which I didn't know,
4: and some other stuff. <laughs> Fantastic performance here. Lena Healy is a voice actor. You're telling me? Yeah. Huh. I feel like I've heard her ne- okay. stuff.
2: Netflix and uh, Netflix put out the Masters of the Universe one. This one, Kevin Smith kind of like rebooted He-Man. It's kind of okay. it's a like, it's a cool take. It's got that kind of
4: Castlevania animation to it, but we're not okay. here to talk about He-Man. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're we're here to uh, continue our conversation about how dread takes out Lena Healy, right? Mama throws her off, and he injects the slow mo in her mouth. And I thought it was so fun. I mean, the first time I saw this, I was like, "Fuck yeah, dude!" <laughs> and and it was just a cool. And the music is beautiful, and it's just it's like a I don't know. You hear like the, uh, the twinkling of the glass as she's falling yeah, like yeah.
2: slowly, mm-hmm. like a little wind chime. She's falling yeah, was,
4: backwards at first, but then it's like she just accepts it and she just like leans into it, kind swan of swan dives it, uh-huh. just goes with it. Yeah, it was definitely uh,
1: nice to see some poetic justice there. Like you said, she—that's how we kind of are introduced to her—is starting out with killing these dudes, giving them the slow mo and throwing them off the ledge, and she gets hers at the end there with the same
4: with the same fate. So I thought that was cool. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, l- I'll tell you what. Why don't we wrap up conversation by saying a couple of things that maybe we think is what makes this movie better than you would expect you know if you're like yeah I saw this movie like what is it about this movie that's that's awesome Carl. I <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> what
1: Carl, oh, Ur- Carl yeah. Yeah.
4: The, man, yeah, no, the main the main mm-hmm. character
1: yeah definitely Carl Urban his performance for sure as dread dark brooding just think batman but almost more serious no,
2: uh, than batman Well, more, more robocop batman, who, i think yeah because he's yeah, just that like too. black and white
1: yeah <laughs> he's like a, an unstoppable force um for sure but my well going into it like i said i knew nothing about this really other than what brandon told me um but going into it i didn't know that it was gonna be i really like the whole like lockdown situation like and they basically just have to escape like it did, it did feel very video gamey, like we said, and I kind of like that about it where they're just rising to the floor and they got to meet the boss at the top. And because, you know, their main goal from the beginning, it's a simple plot, um, but how they get there is really the, uh, you know, what makes this movie great. So I, I thought it was nice. it was, a, It was tight. I liked that it was short too. I feel like they could have dragged it out a lot more than they did, you know, focus more on the world building and everything. But. They kind of uh, just did a couple lines in the beginning and let the story take over. So that's that's what I really liked about
3: it. I really like the world building aspect of it. Like you don't get a whole lot of it, but the world feels very lived in. And like mm-hmm. here are the world rules. Just go. Like you don't like no one really stops to question it. Like it's kind of a fascist police state a little bit, but like <laughs>
2: yeah, absolutely. They have a reason to be fascist because people are. Friggin' savages
3: yeah
1: they're the only ones to keep the order
3: just a tight like five minute act one it's kind of like fury fury road mad max like where it starts in act two almost it's just all action Mm -hmm. from there on out
4: yeah it moves it moves quick um just it's like uh if you it's like comfort food for action if you like action you just want to see something like a good action movie nothing with bad scenes or annoying characters in it. It's just like, this is a good action flick. That's probably why I've seen it four or five times.
3: Nice. No fat on it. It's just pure.
4: No, there's a lot no, of, not at all. a
2: lot of grotesque violence. Good, good action. I wish, like I said, I wish dread got a little more hands on, but I don't know. I didn't know what the setting was going to be heading into it. And I think the the post-apocalyptic, you know, nasties, I mean, it's cyberpunk future more or less. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was a really good setting for it. Like the like you get to Dred's always got like a surprise as he's going up like the tower. Like, oh, here I'm gonna use this like a uh, flashbang bomb that he's got in his belt, and he's got like a microphone tucked into it or whatever, and then you know, next one he's gonna use his gas, and this one he's gonna use like he's got all his little Batman gadgets as he's going up the tower, so it was cool. It was uh like you said, like a no no fluff action movie where it's just like 93 minutes of straight massacre and drug dealers. <laughs>
1: <laughs> awesome. Well, yeah, if uh if that's all we got to say about dread, then we can move on to act 3. Um yeah, that was a good conversation. Uh, I enjoyed talking about this one and I'm glad that we watched this one. Brandon, that uh, you finally uh finally got <laughs> finally got us to watch this and got us to How talk we got about to this.
4: Talk I didn't read. You know what? I didn't know. I didn't know I was a big Alex Garland, Gar- Alex Garland fan, until we started doing the show. That's i like, keep the, picking like his movies. I it's mean, good. the same thing happened with me and Christopher
2: Nolan. Like, I'm like, oh, like everything this guy does is kind of fucking amazing. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, quick shout out again. We did. We mentioned him earlier, but uh, was it Dom Doom Hall Gleason? Like Domnell. I mean, Domnell Gleason. I don't know how to say <laughs> that. He spells it funny. <laughs> but he was he was great as like the nerdy hacker that was like abused and victimized so by weird Elena. looking. Well, his mm-hmm. like bionic eyes. He got his eyes jammed out and got bionic eyes put in. Ugh. Like poor fucking guy. But he was great in this too, even though it was a smaller role. Yeah, he doesn't
4: die. Felt yeah. bad for him. Good for him. Yeah.
1: Yep, he was a uh, he got out scot free with that one. But all right, cool. Uh, yeah, with that we'll end Act Two and move on to Act Three with our game when we come back.
2: Right after this. (laughs) Right after these messages.
1: This time, I had a, something prepared, but it didn't quite work out. So, we're doing a we're falling back to an old favorite that we love to do with guests, and that is 20 questions. This time, it is video game edition. Ooh, um, okay. So, in case uh, people don't know how 20 questions works, basically, you get 19 questions and one guess at the end to guess the video game. Um, only yes or no questions. Um, basically, you guys are going to work together to try to guess the game that i am thinking about so uh with that
2: last time we did questioning. This. last time we did this was a good one too we got it on the 20th guess that's true
1: guitar, i think Life. it was guitar hero half-life, Half-Life. 2 i think yeah. i think it was oh, half-life okay. 2 yeah, okay. i picked last time um but yes half-life let the questioning begin whoever wants to start
2: did this come out after the year 2000
1: <laughs> this come out uh yes it
2: did. did it come out
3: Uh, Was this developed in Japan?
1: Ooh, good question. No, it was not.
4: Does the main character wear a helmet? (laughs) (laughs) No.
2: Is this a console exclusive? Nope.
3: Do you shoot a gun in this game?
1: No.
2: I don't believe so. Skyrim. (laughs)
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Automatically Skyrim. I mean, yep, everything adds up.
1: So far.
4: Do we know the genre? No, we don't. No, you know, it was after it,
1: 2000, not developed in Japan. Yeah. Uh, no, helmet. no helmets.
4: Well, you don't shoot a gun. Yeah. No don't helmet. shoot a gun and no helmets. What you wear helmets in. And not Star a room. console exclusive. Not a console. Yeah. So that's five. Was this on a Nintendo console? This was not
1: released for a Nintendo console. All right, yet.
4: okay, okay.
1: So PlayStation
2: next. They're gonna put gross stuff on Nintendo's. It's, it's a family console. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Turn the blood into sweat.
0: <laughs>
4: did this come out after 2010? Yes, it did.
0: Okay.
3: Yeah. Does this game
4: have online multiplayer? Uh, no, it does not. Single player game.
3: Single player game, Tomb After Raider.
2: Should we start doing genre?
4: Like, it's got to be. We could we could burn through. There's, know, no gun. there's no guns. There's no guns. There's sports. Like, there's sports games. There's violence games. There's exploring games. Open world. I'm trying to think. Like, how could we?
3: Like racing games.
1: Remember the qu- the question was I don't know if this is this whatever the question was do you sh- do you shoot guns in this game the the answer was no uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So does the ship
2: shoot so do guns? I, do I tell somebody <laughs> to shoot guns? <laughs> yeah, okay,
4: maybe I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Fuck, fucking what spy, does that mean?
2: fucking spy hunter.
3: <laughs> I don't think it's a spy hunter after 2010.
2: No, <laughs> that that game needs a fucking comeback.
4: But if it's a simulator, right? Like, let's just say it's not Starcraft, but let's just say like you could click units and tell them to go attack something, and they yeah, do the shooting. So they're shooting true. in the game, but you're not shooting. So, you know, Halo, I'm shooting, so it's definitely mm. not Halo. But it could be Halo Wars. No. It's not exclusive. And that's a
0: mm-hmm.
4: shit. Is PC what if it's Xbox and PC? Is that exclusive? Or is that not? No, I, no. I wouldn't consider that. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> um So you
1: got eight questions so far.
2: Okay. I wanna ask, is this a I wanna ask like simulation, but it seems too broad. No, but. we can work off of that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Is it a simulation?
4: No. All right. I'm going to put Forza and Gran Turismo in that because they're racing simulators. Right? Sure. Whatever. I would, yeah, they're going like for that realistic. Is it, or
3: is it? Is it? Yeah.
4: It depends what you're talking about. Or like Horizon. <laughs> Not Horizon. Just main yeah. M- motorsport. Yeah. Where you can get really into the physics of stuff. I'll say that simulator. All right, so action probably. It's not. It's not sim tower. We know that. Because <laughs> after and it's after 2010 and it's on Xbox and PlayStation. It has no multiplayer. Do you play as a female? No.
3: It's not Tomb Raider. Well, I guess you shoot guns in Tomb Raider
4: and. Mass Effect games. Right? shoot guns, you shoot guns for sure oh, you, can yeah. al- you can also be
1: a female in Mass Effect
4: oh yeah shoot that's right and I'm playing a female in the, my
1: replay of it Shepard Shepard it's the best part it's ten halfway through
2: I don't think we're very close either <laughs> is this can a you, first can... go ahead
3: can you customize your character in this game <laughs>
1: Um, can you be more specific?
3: Like, like is, is there,
2: it, is there a character creation? Is that what you're saying?
3: Yeah. Is there a character creator?
2: That the answer to that question is no.
3: So do you, Is it, okay.
2: I want to ask something. I don't know. If well, no... I'm just
4: thinking like, what if you're not one character? You're a group of characters.
3: Yeah.
2: I'm just wondering what, like, the action of the game is. If there's no guns and it's not a simulator.
4: Do we know that if there's even a story? Like, what if it's, like... I don't know.
3: We don't know. Yet. Uh,
4: is, there a sto- is there a story to this video game? Like, a real oh, story every game, like Every
2: game has a story.
4: Oh, all right, fine. Hold on. Well, fine, fine, all right, fine. Don't I mean, it could that. be, like, is it
2: narrative-driven?
4: It doesn't have any multiplayer, so it has so, to have a story, too, right? Yeah. Hmm. So there's a beginning, there's an end. Is this an? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so that's that's how they go. <laughs> there's a beginning, there's an end. Maybe even a middle. <laughs> Maybe middle. Enough. that depends. You can skip over it. Um, is this an open world game?
3: Ooh, I
2: like that.
4: Uh, no, I'll say no. 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 Okay, so that... it's not open world. So it's going to be like linear, le- level driven. Like is or scene driven or something like that.
3: Like it could be like a platformer.
4: Go
1: ahead and ask if you It's like. true. I mean, you don't know yeah. perspective. You don't know anything, really. Uh,
3: <clears throat> is this up. a third person game?
4: Yes, it is. Ooh, okay. That was a good, yes, very good. Because I've been thinking first person pretty much this whole time. So that's making me.
2: So it's a third person game on these. I
4: don't know.
2: Is. How many are we at?
4: 13.
2: I don't want to waste one, but I want to ask.
4: It's American made. I think American person. Studios, or well, it's not made in Japan.
2: Is the main? I guess I don't. Is <laughs> is their main weapon? I don't know. <laughs> I want to ask if it's like if it's a sword, if it's like an action game. Because if it's third person,
4: oh, like God of War. If it's third oh, that has got to be, but,
2: yeah, yeah, action. Is it? I guess is this an action game?
4: Yeah. Yes. You're probably playing as a dude who's got, like, yeah, access. Well, you're, and... not, you're not a female, so. Right, we know you're not yeah, a female. could be an <laughs> like a... alien or a robot. <laughs> could be an Assassin's but Creed. But you're not shooting stuff.
2: But that came out on Nintendo. Okay.
3: Did it?
1: Did it? I don't know. Some of them. Some, some of them. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Like, they released the Ezio collection and whatnot. Yeah. Mm.
3: Part Part of me thinks it's, like, Arkham
4: oh dude hold on a tick is hello, this based hello. off a franchise it is based off a
1: franchise that's 15
2: so i mean it does line up with i don't know arkham asylum but i don't know if that came out on nintendo or not i believe it did actually
3: eventually i think yeah there's like the Arkham City, like Armored Edition for the Wii U mm-hmm. at launch.
4: Grand Theft Auto <laughs> Five.
0: Is that that, has, that one has a lot. That has guns, that's, that's, that's guns <laughs> and multiplayer. Very <laughs> many
2: guns. But I was thinking, like, do you... you know we said God of War or like a not Ninja Gaiden or like a Dark Souls or something like that? It should I guess Dark could Souls be Dark Souls? Has online Dark Souls. multiplayer though.
4: Yeah. Oh, it does. That's right. It has the online co op.
0: Do you
3: kill people in this game?
4: Yes.
2: Hmm. 16. Uh oh. We're getting pretty close here.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: So it is kind of action y third person action y where you kill people.
4: Jedi Fallen Order. Think about that. Does that work? It's based off a franchise. Is that open Uh, world? Made in Japan. You use uh, lightsabers.
2: It's kind of of open world, but not
4: really. It's more level based. It's kind of open world, but it's not open world. It's just big ass levels.
2: Did that come out for Nintendo?
4: Shadow of War is another one I can think of. Shadow of Mortar, stuff like that. Batman, obviously. Batman, you
3: go kill people though
0: oh that's right you, you just, just yeah, you horribly
2: actually, yeah. maim them and concuss them into the right. ground <laughs> yeah you just physically ruin them their lives but
0: yeah they're okay
4: all right fudge okay um so how do we narrow it down we only have a couple of questions really to kind of we got
2: th- three questions left and then we got three
4: questions and a guess yep is this star wars or is this lord of the, uh, lord of the rings is the next question and then then we throw it out there i don't know what else to do here yeah uh, Are there other franchises I'm missing that hit fit this bill? Without guns? I'm trying to think or of stuff without
2: guns? guns, which is the tough part.
0: Yeah.
3: Third-person game without guns.
4: I don't think Eric has played the Shadow of Mordor or Shadow of War game to know much about them to pick it, but I know he's played Jedi Fallen Order. He's comfortable with Star Wars. I can see him picking that. <laughs> and it, it, it has everything. It doesn't have any of the other stuff, right? You're not a woman, no online. Yeah. It's, not, it's not on a Nintendo. See, it's not on Nintendo, right?
3: No.
2: No? Okay. No, that makes no, sense. No, I don't think so. Part of a franchise, yes. You do kill people, yes. Made
4: by Respawn. Not Japanese. You
2: do not customize your character. I mean, Don't you pick win. your lightsaber color, but that's not customizing right. yeah. your character. Yeah, you're playing
4: Cal. You to choose your poncho. <laughs> <Yeah>. True, <laughs> throughout the game. Right? Yep. Yeah. Um, it's third person. Oh man, I'm, I feel good about ask this. Ask a Love. damn question. All right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> ask, ask. <laughs> All right. Well, does this take place in the Star Wars universe? Yes, it does.
1: Oh. <laughs>
0: wow. Yeah. Oh, oh damn! Okay, bingo. okay, okay. Bang So it
3: could be either this. Well, there's no guns, or like you don't shoot people. So it can't be Battlefront.
4: Right. You you you're
2: constantly shooting guns in that. It's the Star Wars uh, Tie Fighter remake, or what is it? Rebel Rebel Squadron, Squadron or whatever. Like you're shooting Squadrons. guns in that. And that's first. Are you uh,
4: are you playing a character that's new to the franchise and it's canon? <laughs> That's very <Yeah>. very specific. <laughs> very specific. <laughs> yes. Is this uh, Jedi Fallen Fallen Order? Is that, your, is that what it's called? Your, hold That's on, no, oh, we
2: got one more. We got one more question. Let's, uh, oh, okay, All right, I'll slow down. So no, you, your eighteen was a new character.
3: Yeah. So it can't be. Yeah.
1: Like, one question
4: and a guess is
3: um, Force Unleashed because this came out too early.
4: Oh shit! I didn't even think about those. No, those are like pre two thousand. Yeah, yeah.
2: I I think you got is, it, Brandon. I think I got it. Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. I think I got it. Yeah, so Jedi. What's Fallen, your of this? That's your
1: final guess. Oh man, yes. Are you sure? Yes, I'm, I'm sure. Well, technically, it's called Star Wars Jedi Fall, <laughs> but yes, you are correct. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good job, oh, guys. Oh man. This good is pick. a game I've been thinking about a lot and that I think I'm going to replay. I might I've replay the Star Wars movie. Yeah. Watching Clone Wars and getting ready for Obi-Wan, yeah. like it's all in that same era, yeah. so. I've been really into uh Star Wars lately. Finished the Thrawn book, so nice. oh, nice. I definitely want to get into uh Jedi Fallen Order again. Um cool. Yeah, that was a good one. I just thought of that one. I'm like, yeah, I've been wanting to replay this, so I'll just pick this one. But yeah. when Brandon said it, like, on question 15 or 16, I'm like, <laughs> good I, job.
4: Y- yeah, you're reacting yeah. in a weird way, and I'm like, i am I completely out? I was
1: trying not to, you Yeah, know, like, I'm trying so hard to not react to anything.
3: I guess, like, when I said, like, customize your character, like, you can kind of, like, customize him, like. Yeah, because you can poncho. change his poncho.
1: You can change, yeah, some of his BD stuff. 8. But um Right. Cause, but there's no character creator,
4: so.
0: Yeah.
4: Yep. So What was the game that you were going to play? Like what was the idea? Oh, um, well, I don't want to give it away
1: cuz I want to want oh, to Oh, okay. All right. I, I might use one it on a time. future episode. Well, away. I oh, actually okay. had I actually had a couple different ideas. I had that one idea and I want to save it for later. And then I was going to do <laughs> two truths and a lie, but like Carl Urban edition with like facts about <laughs> him. But I couldn't find Car- enough facts.
3: Enough Carl like, facts.
4: Yeah, so I was okay. like, eh, scrap that. So I did Chose video game twenty questions. Right, just guessing. So. Okay, no, that's cool. All right, well, the next episode is going to be about um, Star Wars. Next episodes are episode of the Sith*. Yep. Yeah, uh, getting ready for the Kenobi show. So that because that's going to take place right after, or a little bit after. And then after that, we have twelve monkeys with
1: the other half of response message coming yes, on right. as guest. Nice. Yeah, Aaron's going to join us for that one, so that should be fun. Um, but yeah. So, yeah, that was a fun one. Uh, Tom, I'll let you take the floor with anything you want to plug. Um, yeah, go, so, go yeah, ahead. Uh, take it thank away. Thank you
3: guys for having me. Uh, check out responsemessage.com for response message to the podcast. I also uh, <clears throat> I stream on Twitch on Wednesday nights at 630 Pacific Time, uh, twitch.tv slash timewaffle. And then. <laughs> Such a good name. Thank
2: you.
0: <laughs> uh,
3: yeah, uh, I'm on Twitter at, at the Time Waffle. So, yeah. I'd awesome. Check out response message every other Monday.
1: Sweet. nice, Awesome. If you don't mind me asking, how did you come up with Time Waffle? I've always been curious.
3: Uh, so, there was an early, early BombCast bit where there was like auto-generated uh, Xbox Live names and there was Time Muffin. Mm. <laughs> okay. And so, I just was like... St- Changed it a little to like Time Waffle. Oh, that that's works. awesome. I love that. I, originally, yeah. it was Time Traveling Waffle also. Because I'm like, what oh. if a waffle could travel through time? But then like, that's too long of a username. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, yeah. Time Waffle is perfect. Awesome. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Thanks for joining us, Tom. That was fun. Talking Thank about us. some dread. Um, like I said, next week. Uh, If you want to follow along, we'll be watching *Revenge of the Sith*. I'm very excited to revisit that one. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Is my favorite Star Wars movie, so.
0: Oh Oh, really? That
1: will be. Yeah, it is. Yep, yep, yep. We will be talking about that a lot. Hey, Uh, and mine's
4: mine's uh, four, so this is going to be taking place between both of our favorite movies. Oh, that's
1: true. That's true. Um, But yeah, with that, we will uh sign off i guess this is terrible terrible <laughs> ending to the podcast um anyways let's end it safe travels nomads safe <laughs>
2: travels nomads <laughs> uh, uh.
4: <laughs> uh <laughs> okay <laughs>
0: an iso cube without parole life that parole that's a deal you offered only if you comply your crimes include multiple homicide and the attempted murder of a judge if you do not comply the sentence is death you know you aren't a very good negotiator judge you know why you got no fucking leverage oh, no. yeah now here's the deal you let me walk right both fucking brains okay Negotiations over hey, What are you doing? Didn't you know what I said? I'll kill a bitch. Yeah, I heard you hot shot. What? I said hot shot.